Hey, what's up, ladies? Let's get into it. Let's get started. Generational trauma stops with your mama. Work it, lady. Yeah, that's how you work it, lady. It's never know. Maybe this is how you get it, baby. Work, work. All right, ladies. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you are doing well. In this episode, we are going to touch on something kind of interesting. It's the hate of girly colors, the hate of pink. If you are watching this on YouTube, I got some super girly stuff on the scene. I got girls in pink and purple and oh my goodness. If this is not your thing, you're probably looking at the screen like, oh my goodness, this is just a pink cutesy overload and I cannot stand it. Um, Many women really have a disdain for the color pink and feminine colors. There is sometimes a deeper meaning for that. So if this is you, this things that we're going to discuss in this episode could be some reasons why, okay? So this is going to be kind of just like, you know, a pep talk, a girl share. Figure out what parts of this conversation resonate with you and make you, you know, maybe understand some things about yourself a little bit better. And girl, whatever you're not interested in, just leave it. Okay. So, but I really think this is going to be something that we can all learn something from. And I would challenge you let's say you are a person that um, hates pink, hates purples, hates bold colors, hates color, mainly kind of dresses in like monotones, um, you know, browns, blacks, and things like that. I would encourage you to listen to this. And I encourage you even more so because I used to be one of those people, girl. I used to hate with a passion wearing the color pink. Um, And if you've been watching like my Instagram, you know, and stuff like that, you know, now I'm just like color all over the place. I can wear color. I cannot wear color. I can do it all, girl. I can rock whatever I'm going to rock when, where, whatever, however. And um, I want you to be able to get to the point of doing that too, if that is something that you feel is good for you, okay? So let's get into this a little bit, okay? There are some reasons that um, we kind of have fallen out with the color pink and the girly stuff. Number one reason we are going to address in this episode is fear, okay? I feel like fear is the number one reason that people really fall out of love with the color pink or they maybe don't even ever like it for a certain reason, okay? So really, I, I want to make sure I address that and, and address it well. So let's talk about the fears a little bit. For some reason, some women you know, are more inclined to this than others. And this is also a generational thing. Um, we notice in families that you know, when you see a family, usually all of them kind of dress on the same tone, right? A lot of women carry the same dress tone and same color palettes that they will use in their wardrobe based upon their mothers. Unless you like me, girl, and you buck against and find your own way. Okay. Um, but, you know, we are, you know, kind of generationally um, kind of predisposed in some of these ways to kind of have some strong fears or feelings about wearing certain colors. So if your mom dressed kind of, you know, more browns and earth tones, you're probably going to do the same thing unless you just kind of have a totally different personality and, and decide to kind of just embrace some different things. Okay. So this, this is when the conversation starts to get interesting though. Sometimes this is actually tied to a confidence thing, okay? It's tied to um, maybe feelings of lower self-worth. It can be tied to um, a lack of confidence. 
it is something that some women use to hide as well. So like if you're a person who does not like to be noticed when you enter a room, you will probably tend to wear browns, neutrals, blacks, things like that, um, because you don't want any extra attention. And sometimes that's okay because sometimes we go through things and we are willing to do anything that we can to get attention off of us because you know maybe we've had some attention in the past that has not been the most positive or was traumatizing or scarring so we just want to be left alone and that is understandable and and so for those reasons you may be choosing to wear more um you know even kind of simple not um bold or catchy colors okay so that is one reason now um kind of tied into this reason we can kind of get into this whole thing of um it's a big topic but of course a little bit of sexism is going to play in right here right a lot of women who wear pink are perceived by others as you know maybe not being as smart maybe not being um you know as capable um as seen as being girly or simple or weak and what is that girly you know it's like we're afraid to be girly what is that we're girls though right we're girls we're women you know we're raising children we're women so i feel like when you're a woman we do have the right to embrace everything that comes along with being a woman but that doesn't mean that because you're a woman you got to sit around and wear pink all the time and look like you know the girl from legally blonde either you know i can put on the color pink and i can still pull my pepper spray out my bag and my knife and shank you Okay, so don't get it twisted because we wear in pink that, okay, this is just a pushover, you feel me? But it takes a balance to be able to get to that point to do that. And you got to know the wins and the wears of when you wear, bring out certain colors and when you don't. We're going to get more into that. But anyway, the number one reason, fear. Fear, lack of confidence, hiding, not want to be seen. It could even be something with our self-esteem. Maybe we feel like, you know, browns and, you know, blacks and things like that are more slimming or, you know, maybe hide some things that we don't want showing. All of those things are okay if that's what you feel you need to do. But some people are wearing these browns and these blacks and they look at other women who embrace color and they want to do that. They're like, oh man, I wish I had the courage or the confidence or, you know, the know-how to do that. You can. You totally can. And we're going to work through that today, okay? All right, so number two reason, okay? So number two reason we're going to talk about, okay? Before we get into number two, though, let me back it up a little bit. Let me back it up because if you're watching this on YouTube, Okay. Um, I want you to look at the faces of the women on the screen. Now, all of them kind of have this like, oh, no, look like get away. Get that pink girly crap frilly mess away from me. But I chose women that were on bright backgrounds. OK, so all the backgrounds, you know, the pink, the women are wearing for the most part, bright colors, maybe even a bright lipstick or whatever like that, um, as well as bright colors. And even though they're making these frowny, scared faces, the picture still translates as being very light and airy and inviting, even though they are making kind of a face that says, you know, I'm afraid or get away or I'm shy, you know, type thing. Isn't that powerful? Just take a minute if you're listening to this on podcast and pop over and look at the picture and see how different this translates how much more differently would these images translate if these women were on a back background or a gray background or a brown background wearing brown clothes also that emotion would be much more deeply felt right so with that said sometimes when we wear brighter colors we are able to kind of 
radiate more energy than we may actually have or be feeling. So you might actually be feeling down, but it might not be as seen if you're wearing, you know, a bright yellow blouse or, you know, a hot pink sweater. And sometimes that's a tool that we can have in our toolbox to kind of help us get through the day. Because sometimes maybe you're, you know, you work out of the home or, you know, um, you have other activities you do. You do volunteer work and you're always kind of dressed in gray and, you know, presenting this certain look with the face. Maybe you feel tired or maybe you feel anxious. And so that kind of is all people can see is that tiredness or that anxiousness. So bringing some color into your wardrobe and into your life can help you look in the mirror and feel better. But then also your perception is going to be a little bit different. People might be able to see a little bit more past the sad face or the confused face or the anxious face and and see you and say, oh, she's just having a bad day more so than, okay, this is just who she is. She's always kind of somber and and has this whole demeanor. You know what I mean? Um, So again, we're going to talk about color play a little bit more and when to wear what colors if you choose to kind of get into this, if this is something that you want to change and explore with yourself. Um, So yeah, so anyway, we talked about number one reason folks don't wear color, fear, Now let's then get into the number two reason, okay? Social perceptions. Now, as I was mentioning before, some of us have been ingrained, you know, don't wear anything too girly. Um, Pink is a girly color. Purple, that's girly. You know, it's a negative connotation with these pink colors, you know, not to be girly, not to be too feminine because of social perceptions. Okay. So we're going to get social perceptions from men and from women and from ourselves. And, you know, a lot of this, again, generationally comes from our family. Maybe we come from a family where, you know, no one wears bright colors. Maybe we're, you know, um, even in some cases, you know, people of a certain statue wear certain colors. And so a lot of this is not even conscious guys. It's not like people are picking what colors to wear based on what money is in their bank account. But it is just our how we subconsciously see ourselves in the world and how we authentically choose to show up. You know, so okay, this is how I feel. This is how I dress. This is how I feel comfortable. This is how I dress. But again, the social perceptions and how we want to be perceived. So again, we don't want to be a lot of times perceived as girly. We don't want to be the girl showing up in pink because society and social perceptions have told us that if we're too girly, we're going to get taken advantage of. People are going to think we're stupid, think we're dumb. We're not going to be as successful. We're weak because if you're too girly, that means you're a woman and women are weaker than men. All of this garbage, okay? There's some truth to some of the things I just said, but a lot of it too is just garbage, guys. It's just social presets that don't necessarily mean anything, okay? So sometimes we just have to break out of our shell a little bit on that, okay? Um, I want you to ask yourself during this conversation, what colors are in my wardrobe and why? Okay, what colors are in my wardrobe and why? So now let's, you know, kind of get into more, you know, talking about this, you know, masculinity and femininity um, and social perception. Now, if you're looking at the screen now, okay, I've got some images up of people in some awkward social situations. So we've got a woman at the top left, right? She's obviously being talked about by a group of peers, maybe at work that are men and women, right? And then you have down below on the screen, a woman who's being viewed by men and they're kind of, you know, trying to talk to her, you know, say something. And then we have on the left of the screen, a group of women talking among themselves. They look like they're gossiping, right? So again, these are some of the social situations in society that we fear being in. We don't want to be the source 
or the the point of gossip. We don't want negative attention from men. We don't want judgment from our coworkers, you know, and our workmates and, you know, the school principal or whomever, right? So we dress in certain ways and we're subconsciously or consciously picking certain colors based on that. Have you ever been in the store with a girlfriend and you guys are all looking at clothes and she picks something up and goes girl this will look so good on you this will look amazing on you and you're like oh girl no that's too girly oh no i hate that color i don't do bright colors like that mm -mm. so this is kind of what we're talking about you know ask yourself why why do i feel that way is this me is this just how i feel do i just not like the color pink that's okay do I just not like bright colors? Do I, am I just more of an earthy person and like neutrals? That's fine. Or is it because I am trying to cover something about myself? I'm trying to present myself in a certain way because of some sort of underlying trauma or social bias. Okay. So this is what I'm trying to get our wheels to start turning on. Okay. Now, um, Again, looking at this picture, these are scenarios that we go through on a daily basis. Other women are going to judge us. And honestly, women are the most toughest critics on this topic, I think. This is what I do now. And the other reason, too, you want to do this is because, you know, it helps you not to be a hater. For the women who do do this, you know, they are going to have a certain draw around them. So, you know, it's nice when women can rise together. So if you're a person in your circle, you know, um, and maybe you have been chastised for being more feminine and being girly, maybe people call you a flirt, maybe other women are hating on you, they're gritting on you, they got a smart remark about everything. Um, you know, don't give up, you know, um, know that more than likely that's more of an issue they have than what you're having is natural to be this way we don't have to shut off parts of ourselves like we don't have to say oh this makes people uncomfortable i gotta turn off you know my my femininity you know i gotta turn off you know my masculinity or liking sports or you know whatever people just have to accept people for how they are you know in this in terms of this argument you know what i mean like this is this is a, a lighter thing we're talking about the color pink and bright colors and, and femininity, you know, so for sake of this argument. But um, I think it's important for, you know, a, a woman to do that. And again, maybe you're a woman who are you gritting on women when you see a, a lady who's wearing a pretty dress and, you know, everyone's telling her, oh, you look so pretty today. Oh, that's so cute. Are you the one sitting there, you know, wearing doo-doo brown from head to toe and gritting and hating? Girl, put that doo-doo brown dress down and go put some color on. You're going to get the same compliments. Ain't nobody better than nobody else. Anybody can do anything they want to do. So, you know, it's up to you to put that doo-doo brown down. Put it down. So, yeah, um, these are the kind of things that sometimes we don't realize that we're doing, um, you know, um, but... It could be a thing. So again, this is just, you know, a little bit more sharing on my personal and why now I choose to embrace it. I feel like, you know, um, for married women and mothers, this is a, a part of ourselves that we need to show to our husbands and to our children. Um, after me bucking against, you know, stuff like that for a long time. Um, once you have kids, sometimes people change. I definitely was like that once I had children, um, you know, I changed. But again, if you're young, we do have a lot of teenagers that listen um, as well. You know, this is something that you want to keep in your arsenal for future reference, girl, future reference. Okay. So while you're kind of still growing into your own and figuring yourself out, don't be afraid to, you know, be who you are. And, you know, if you like that pretty girly dress, wear it. You want to go out and play soccer, do it. You know, you can do them all. You know, they can all be in one person. We don't have to be one dimensional. Okay. The color, you know, is it a suit? Is it a dress? You know, what, you know, what are you wearing when and where? And we touched on that. But again, um, I saw the need to make a change um, 
<clears throat> just to help myself to grow into a different way. And it's not like you leave anything completely behind. You're just adding to who you are and the things in your woman's tool bag. If you show up in a room and you are wearing a bright color and nobody else is, the other women in the room more than likely are going to look at you like you got three heads. I've done a lot of these social experiments. I'm just kind of weird like that. Sometimes I'll just do stuff to see what reaction I get from people because then that tells me what kind of people I want to waste my time with. So if I wear a color that's kind of like bright and glittery and someone that I normally talk to, you know, doesn't talk to me or has something like kind of snarky to say, I make a mental note. I'm like, okay, this is where you where you're at. This is what you're working with. But the people who could treat me the same, no matter like how I'm showing up and presenting myself, as long as it's modest and appropriate, okay, you know, on this platform, that's what we're all about here. We're all about, you know, wholesomeness and, and just being a good person and all that stuff. So I'm not talking about whole bag wear, you know, if you're you coming in, you know, uh, a work meeting with dental floss on, okay, his side eye is warranted, okay? <laughs> But if you are just, you know, being yourself, maybe you are getting together with some friends to go to a park, you know, or something or, or go out for a girl's day, you know, in the city or something. And people kind of side eye if you're dressed a little bit differently than the status quo, you know, like than the rest of everybody else, then that's something to take note of, you know. So do these little experiments with yourself, too. You know what I mean? Because what the things that people say and how people judge you based on what you got on or what you're doing tell you a lot. So again, um, you know, these are little experiments that I've done, you know, um, especially if you're new to a situation, you know, maybe you got a new job. Do these little things. Test it out. You will see real quick who at your job you need to walk, watch out for. <laughs> because if they got a lot of snarky remarks, on something like this oh that's wow oh i never wear that color oh you're brave you're wearing that color they're giving you all that that's negativity in disguise girl don't waste your time with that person they got some issues they got their own personal issues their own personal garbage and trauma that they need to work out and they're trying to make you down on their level okay um now so i'm gonna share a little bit um well, actually, before I do that, let me do this. Let's let's share a little bit on some of these um, root causes for these social um, perceptions about, you know, feminine colors and, and the color pink and, and all of that. OK, so one reason is. Um, excuse me. People really for a long time have had a, a kind of bias against the color pink. Um, there is a blog that I found interesting. It's actually a blog out of India. And um, the writer, I, I like the way that they wrote this. They said the hatred uh, pink, the hated color of love. And um, it, it kind of starts by saying, indeed, for many people, especially girls, this color represent weakness or girliness because what it has been associated with in recent years. The negative connotations associated with being girly are very similar to the way in which we perceive most of our so-called uh, feminine words and traits. Um, we have always associated the fem female gender with characteristics that are intrinsically inferior to those associated with the male gender. Um, you know, while females are seen as weak, submissive, caring, sensitive, males are seen as brash, well-built, hardworking people um, with strong control over their emotions. Phrases like you fight like a girl or stop crying like a girl and so on and so forth are common conversations of today and they reflect the inherent mindset of people in general. Um, she goes on to say pink uh, represents a lot of rather adverse aspects of society in the eyes of many. One of the most important among them is that pink, uh, you know, in the aisle of toy stores, it's always like the girly area. It's like, okay, if you're in the pink aisle, you're in the girly toy area, you know, um, which is, that's just a kid thing. That's just marketing. That's, you know, just 
it is what it is. But it's interesting. So, you know, from a young age, we can be kind of trained that like, okay, you know, because, you know, we've seen these as toys as kids, you know, the pink, you got Barbie, you got all that stuff is seen as like a almost juvenile girly thing. If you're, you know, like an adult and you're wearing pink, you know, so I mean, I could understand a little bit of that argument. Um, you know, there's, you have to kind of make sure, you know, there's a time and place for stuff and everything. But again, you know, it's it's just a color too, at the end of the day, and that color can be used more than just for girls toys, you know. So, um, very interesting very interesting um it was a good read um so i would definitely um check that one out um this was an april 7th 2020 article on the pangean.com uh, it's a blog out of india um i don't i have not read a ton of stuff on their blog um but this article um you know i thought was you know a pretty interesting one okay now there also, a lot of people feel like um, the reason a lot of people don't like the color pink or being feminine and pink is associated with femininity. Um, that's like, the, you know, one of the colors of people associate with femininity. And um, that is conscious or unconscious misogyny. Misogyny meaning a dislike, contempt for or ingrained prejudice against women. Okay, so again, you know, there is that misogynistic undertone um, that, you know, people who perceive people who wear pink in a certain way have. Okay, um, a person who hates or discriminates against a woman is a misogynistic person. And um, typically these types of people, you know, they can kind of key in on a certain type of woman. So if you are presenting yourself in a very feminine way, this misogynistic person, typically a male, is going to, you know, kind of have a a, a lesser than view of you. Um, and that's just a, a sad reality. Um, but again, someone who's a big misogynist like that isn't worth your time. You know, who cares what they think, you know? Um, now, this was one more interesting um, read that I will share. This is from a website called um, a little bit human. And um, it talks a little bit on color psychology. And I like this one because it does get into a little bit of the psychology. This one, you know, here today's episode, this is kind of a mental health um, episode. So I thought that this was kind of a nice touch. This was published on July 30th, 2022 by Alia Ludzong. And the name of the article is a throwback to when I used to hate pink because of internalized misogyny. And um, she kind of touches on that um, topic of misogyny, um, you know, being, you know, kind of connected with the color pink. And then she talks about color psychology, which is the study of psychological effects and mental associations we have with color. And, um, you know, she kind of talks about, you know, the way our brain kind of, um, you know, sees certain colors and, and views them as vulnerable or weak. Um, you know, they inspire certain feelings and things like that. Uh, she quotes a study from the University of Amsterdam that kind of talks about that a little bit further. Um, but the whole point is, is that, you know, people can see pink as, you know, feminine, even silly, um, uh, immature. Okay. Um, and again, it's a shame because pink is such a banging color. It's not my favorite color and I'm new to wearing pink. I, again, you know, I am a person has, that has been through a lot of changes in my life where I've done things completely polar opposite in one part of my life than I do now. And so a part of my life that I live now is I embrace color versus I did not before. Um, you know, so let me talk about that a little bit now. So before I'll share some of my personal experience, I hated the color pink because it was like I was trying to get away from that idea as well. I felt like if I was wearing pink, I was going to be perceived as stupid and dumb. I'm also a petite person. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, y'all, as much as I sit up here and run my big mouth, you know, I'm a short person, okay? I got a lot of mouth, but not a lot of height. So not wearing pink was almost a way to make myself appear 
bigger and be taken more seriously because it was like I would say things and people would second guess what I said or, you know, give you that kind of, oh, mur, 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 pat on the head. Oh, that's so cute. You said that. You don't actually know anything. I would get that a lot at work. I would get that a lot um, in school. I would get that a lot in my different social settings, even, in, you know, with my friends and in my social circles. Um, you know, those that I even did volunteer work with, I got that same kind of thing. So once you hit that point um, of realizing it, and that can happen anywhere between like, you know, 18 to, I don't know, 25, 30. I mean, some people maybe even longer than that too, where you realize how people are actually perceiving who you are and the words that come out of your mouth, if they really feel that they have any weight or validity. And so at that point, I was just like, man, I'm going to start dressing almost like masculine because I feel like if I dress masculine and I'm this short person, I may stand a chance in heck of people actually paying attention to what I have to say, listening to me and having value about what I have to say. So I, you know, it was all black suits, honey. Everything was tailored. I was also trying to, to present, early, you know, a little older than what I was because, um, you know, I was a businesswoman. I was young. I was trying to make a stand in this, you know, kind of world of men. Okay. And so, you know, and in that arena, you almost kind of have to do that. And I think that is an area that, you know, if you're working in a male dominated industry, you can't show up wearing bubble, bubble gum pink. All right. You've got to be able to you know, kind of present something that will get them to shut their stinking mouths and listen. Okay. Um, so those were kind of the reasons that I kind of got into that. And then even casually, you know, I will wear, you know, maybe even like bigger jeans and a shirt. And, you know, I was kind of tomboyish for a while. You know, I was like, I did sports, you know, I, I, you know, even now I still, I can do either one. I can be super girly or I can go straight thug hood on you, girl, even though I never lived in a hood like that. I could go country hood, something, but it's coming, okay? I It's like, don't try it. I could go, I could swing completely both ways. And that's something that I really like about myself now, but it's taken a few decades to get to that point. Um, and it's okay to live in one place or the other. You might just be a tomboy. You might just be a girly girl. That's okay. You don't have to be both, okay? None of this that I'm talking about, does anybody have to be anything? What I'm saying is, is that when we generalize and say, this is this, this is never that, that's when it gets weird, okay? That's when it's like, okay, why do I have to wear pink because I'm a girl? Why do I have to, you know show up in all black because I work in a, a male dominated industry. You know, it's it's what you have to do. It's a shame, you know, people should take you seriously if you're, you know, wearing pink and in a male dominated industry, but they won't. You feel me? So you gotta kind of figure out how to navigate the waters. Okay. So um that's a little about me, like about why I for so long rejected color. Um, you know, I would stick to mainly blacks with like, you know, maybe blue or a little small pop of color something, but pinks and purple, girl, if you don't get that crazy mess away from me, that's how I used to be. That is how I used to be. Like, don't give me that. I don't want it. It's, it's not who I am. Like, it's just not me. And, um, you know, over some years, um, you know, embracing my femininity more, um, coming into being a woman, um, even embracing my femininity and sexuality more. It has helped me to embrace wearing more color and being okay wearing color and knowing when to pull the color out and when to put it away. Okay. So let's talk about that now. What to wear? When do you bring out your pink? When do you not? Okay. Um, if you want to do that, okay, let's see what we got up here now. If you're watching on YouTube, 
I love these images here because I've got every, all these girls are wearing pink or red or really not even pink. They're wearing purples and reds, okay? But what I love about this is we got our sister in the middle and she has got a guitar and she's playing that guitar and she's wearing purple. Most of the time when we see girls with a guitar in their hand, it's the rocker look, which I love and I think it, you know, I could totally do that. But you don't often see a girl wear, you know, wearing a guitar, wearing purple or pink or a bright, fun color. It's like, okay, I'm wearing, you know, I'm doing a guitar. I'm playing a guitar. I've got to go with this whole persona. I've got to wear black. I've got to be edgy. Why you can't sit up there and, and do your guitar wearing purple? So I love this image because it's different. It's these subtle differences, okay? This is not typical. And it does not have to be anything outrageous to be not typical. Don't let the world mold you into that thinking that you, you know, everything's gotta be wild and big and crazy and fur. It's some little simple stuff. This image is very striking. Even the girl on the right, she's got a yellow little head wrap. She's got a, you know, a red shirt. She still looks almost kind of business casual, but colorful. And then on the left, what I find so interesting, I have an older woman. She is from, um, it looks appear to me, uh, it appears to be like a North um, East African tribe, uh, maybe some part of Kenya, I'm feeling. And she's wearing a traditional outfit and it is this beautiful, deep purple with little red, you know, kind of squares on it. And she's an older woman. And I like this image because culturally, you know, we can wear all these different colors. Age is not a factor. Culture is not a factor. You know, we can do it all. We are women. We do not have to limit ourselves to these things. You feel me? Okay. So these are some ways that you can do color, but still be edgy or be not girly, girly, frou-frou. You're, you're still powerful. You still have a commanding presence. Okay. Um, now this image, let's see here, come on, taking just a little minute to load, okay, while that is doing that, oh, my images don't want to, my images is taking too long. All right, so let's talk about when to bring out the color, okay? When to bring out the color. When you are in fun social settings with the ones that you love, okay? With your friends, with your family, those are times to embrace color. If you are going out for a girl's day, if you are going on a date with your man, especially girl, especially the date with your man, put on some color, okay? A warm color, you know, a purple, a pink, an orange, a red. Oh my goodness, especially red. Red, you know, um, if you kind of look up the color red, it really can... Um, enhance a woman's appearance. It is one of the only, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, neutrals that is actually a bright color. So it is, you know, a primary color. It's a, it's a primary color. And um, it's just one of those standalone colors that makes a statement. And there's a lot of psychology you know, that goes in with the color red. Um, obviously, red is seen as a sexy color and all of that. Um, sometimes, not all the time, not everyone who's wearing red is a harlot. So let's also put that myth out of our minds, okay? Um, but yeah, red can be one of those colors. Choose the right shade. Um, red is actually neutral in terms of it is actually a color every woman can wear because it is a primary okay so when you get into the variations of colors sometimes other colors will look good on you than others like you know purple is a variation of a color it's not a primary and by primary i mean a color that is naturally existing 
in nature without being mixed. So like, you know, um, it's um, red, yellow, and blue. Those are the primary colors. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, for my color theory, you know, and my color <laughs> formulation days and, and teaching cosmetology, those are the primaries. Um, and then you have your secondary and tertiary colors that happen when you mix those in equal parts or thirds or whatever. Okay. But again, red is a primary. So really anybody is going to look good in red, blue, or yellow, contrary to what you believe. So embrace those three because you can't go wrong with those. Okay. Um, when you get into like, again, the purples and, you know, the magentas and the oranges, okay, those ones sometimes can look better on other skin tones than others, but stick with your red, honey. So when you are on your dates with your man, and don't forget, we still have to date our men, even when we're married, okay, um, pull out something, girl, surprise them, give a color, girl, go for it. Okay, because you're with someone who you feel comfortable with, you're not really having to worry about any social perception either, like we talked about earlier, right? When you are in a situation with people who maybe you just work with them or you're, you know, going somewhere where you don't know anybody, maybe you're just going to an appointment or whatever, maybe those are the times that you don't bring out the bright colors. But when you're with the ones that you love, having fun, let your light shine. Let these colors really just bring it out of you. Okay. Um, and again, just to kind of make sure I drive this point home, sometimes that you don't want to wear bright colors. I always tell people, if you work in an industry where you are going to have to be like doing a lot of moving about at night, um, you know, makeup artists, hairstylists, people who work on sets, um, you know, um, people who are promoters or work at entertainment. Those are some industries where for safety, it sometimes is best not to draw a lot of attention to yourself. Now, some of the other industries, you know, if you work in, you know, finance, if you work in a male dominated industry, maybe you work in construction, um, you know, maybe you work in IT and, you know, most everybody on your team are men it can be a good idea to wear mostly blacks, browns, neutrals, and do splashes of color just a little subtly. Just because if you're showing up in hot pink every day, if that's your favorite color, you could do that. But just know it is going to take four times longer for that group of knuckleheaded men to hear what you have to say because they're going to be so much more distracted by looking at you and all of that than actually hearing what you have to say okay and it, it's just going to give that perception and it's a shame it, it really is a shame it should not be that way but again it is what it is okay so again professional work settings you know, um, go for, you know, more of the black, more of the business attire and just do pops of color. You can even do just a simple pop of color with your lipstick. You could wear all black suit and then just throw on a bright lip. That's a great way to embrace your femininity, to be strong, but at the same time, have a little bit of fun with it without being perceived as someone who does not know anything because you're looking maybe a little too, I hate to use this word, girly. What is that? We're girls. We're women. Okay. Too girly, too masculine. You know, women are women, men are men. We got to be girly. We got to be feminine. They got to be men. They got to be masculine. Okay. But it's negativity attached to each thing. You know, if you're too girly, that's perceived as a weakness. If you're too masculine, oh man, that is definitely perceived as something undesirable too. Oh, he's just one of them masculine crazy men. He just, you know, you can't do nothing, you know, you can't win for losing. So anyway, um, that is just a tip there. Now, if you're looking at these women on the screen, I think these are great ways to where these women are playing with a little bit of color. Um, but even in the middle image, I love that she's like a natural redhead and um, she's embracing some earth tones, but still looking feminine. So again, you can even wear your earth tones 
and still look soft and exude that femininity, even with wearing browns and wearing neutral tones. It's all about the full package. You know, she's got a, a neutral lip on, you know, she's got her hair done. She's got like a polka dot tan top on. Beautiful. So you don't have to wear pink and bright colors either to be perceived as feminine. You could also do that with neutral colors. Neutrals can be very feminine. There is nothing more feminine than a beautiful kind of cream, you know, um, color, a cream dress, you know, something just very light and airy, like a breath of fresh air, you know. Um, so yeah, no one to pull out what, okay. Let's keep pressing along here. And I'm going to also make sure I have not missed anything. Um, let's keep moving it along. Hope you guys are enjoying this episode. Now, let's talk about this. So these pictures here, I've got... This beautiful woman, she's got on a red lip. She's got a hat. She's got the jacket. It's a black leather jacket. And she's got this gorgeous red dress on. I absolutely love when femininity and edginess collide. Like I'm that chick who will wear a red dress with a jacket on with a, you know, handbag that's got some studs on it you know, with some real angry looking heels, honey, all of the things. Okay. So have fun putting the two together. That's another thing you could do. Put together the girly stuff and the not so girly, maybe aggressive, you know, kind of rocker stuff. That's always fun too. But then of course, there's nothing also wrong with wearing a beautiful feminine dress you know, a beautiful floral print, a little paisley, you know, very classic, very nice. Um, Again, so the whole point of this, guys, is I don't want you to be afraid of color. And I don't want you to keep, you know, not wearing color, not because you don't want to, but because you're hiding behind fear or social perceptions about color. Um, I think both reasons, fear or social perceptions, they both have a lot of validity and definitely, you know, are things that we need to consider. And with that, though, these aren't reasons why you can't ever wear feminine colors or, you know, reasons that you can't do it the other way either. You know, so I just think that as women, it's great when we can um, embrace different sides of our femininity. Um, you know, for years in society, femininity has been basically criminalized, as we've talked about. You know, if you're too girly, you know, you might not get the job or, you know, other women might not want to associate with you. Or let's talk about this one. If you're perceived as very girly and feminine, you know, maybe you're maybe a cutesy girl, you've got a little makeup on, you know, you like to wear dresses. Some women hate wearing dresses. They'll wear separates. They'll wear tops and bottoms instead of dresses because they feel dresses are even too girly. And I'm doing that in air quotes because for me, there's no such thing as too girly. There's no such thing as too masculine. It's you got knucklehead women, you got knucklehead men, but attaching, you know, masculinity and femininity to those qualities, I think is what has caused a lot of confusion in society, especially again, at the outset of this, you saw that I had some little images of little girls on there. We're women, we're mothers. So we have to be conscious of how our little ones are moving through society. If they're feeling like, hey, I can't wear this because it makes me look like a girl and, and you know, I don't want to be girly and da, 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 da. This can lead to a lot of confusion around gender in society. And that's a topic that I'm not really trying to go on. Um, you know, people, you know, have different things, you know, in that area, you know, however you feel, that is fine. Um, you know, here on the podcast, you know, we just try to just be very general, you know, we are very just, you know, 
trying to be something nice for everyone. You know, at the same time, some of these things that are kind of, you know, simple and basic, I feel like are being twisted and young people especially are vulnerable to this. Then they get confused. Well, I'm a girl, but I like playing with trucks. So does that mean I'm supposed to be a boy? No, it just means you're a girl that likes to play with trucks. You don't have to change your gender because you like to play with trucks. You can be a non-girly female. Guess what? Just the fact that you're a female means you're girly, regardless if you want to run through a flower field with a paisley floral dress on and wear pink or not. We can be truck drivers. We can be construction workers. We could do all the things and we can still be feminine women. So that's the thing that I'm trying to help, you know, to to understand is that, you know, um, even with my girls, you know, I encourage them, you know, like I have one, she is more so into sports and I have one that, it, you know, is she'll play the sports, but that's not really her thing. She's a little bit more like, hey, I want to play, you know, inside and I want to just do this or she likes baking. Whatever. Just because you have a child that likes to, you know, play sports doesn't mean you need to push them down a path of masculinity. Women can play sports too. We got a whole female Olympics. You know, um, I got legs. I can run. I can throw a basketball. Why do I need to, you know, take on this whole male persona to be accepted because I like to play basketball? I like soccer too. I don't even really like basketball. I'm more of a soccer, tennis, football. I like to run, 50-yard dash. Why I have to take on a whole male persona? Why are we being fed this garbage? We don't have to take on a whole male persona. You could be a woman and still like to play sports and do all that stuff. Okay. So, you know, again, one day I'm playing sports. I like, I take my girls out and we play soccer in the yard. And then the next day we're having a girly photo shoot with pink glitter everywhere. Why not? Why not? Okay, so again, um, you know, it's much easier, you know, to kind of, you know, go with that again, you know, people feel the way that they, you know, feel for different reasons and everyone's entitled to the way that they feel, you know, regardless of how I feel, what my views are, um, you know, and everything. Um, but I do just feel that that is worth mentioning that again, these number one things, fear and social perceptions are forcing women to follow these paths of ultra masculinity or ultra femininity and not just being themselves. And again, that also is going to trickle down generationally to our children. You know what I'm saying? Um, then they get confused, you know, um, you know, so it is, you know, a thing. Okay. Um, all right, ladies, I hope that you have found this episode to be interesting okay um if you have not done so already go ahead and give me i'm putting the wrong graphic up give me a follow on instagram if you have not followed me there already there i do post updates um and um those of you who are in my my private group thank you so much for all your support and um Sometimes we have some fun on Instagram too, right? And then, of course, subscribe on YouTube and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, here, uh, you know, on podcast is a great place to just plug in. You know, when you're on a trip or something, you're commuting to work. Uh, we can run our mouths together on some of these topics and, uh, you know, um, just, just, talk about these things okay so yeah subscribe on youtube subscribe on podcast i hope you ladies are having a great day and i will see you next time